The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. It is the shopping trolley hotline here on the Hard Shoulder, and that means that Simon Tierney is with us, and he's talking deodorant. Anton, how are you? I'm good, how are you? Good to see you. So, yeah, this week's edition of the Shopping Trolley Hotline, I have thrown three cans of deodorant into my shopping trolley. It's a little bit unusual for me because normally I use roll-on deodorant, but spray deodorant tends to be more popular, so I decided to venture out into that. Um, We've got three products that we're looking at. Uh, Quite a... uh, cost-effective one and a middling one and then a more expensive one. So the price differential... Yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say, I'm very suspicious of spray deodorant. I remember reading Mm. years ago that the biggest hike in ketchup sales was when they invented the squeezy bottle because kids could do it themselves instead of having to shake the glass bottle. And of course, they greatly increased the amount of ketchup they got. I'm always suspicious of the spray deodorant. It's like, this is designed so we use four times too much. That's a a really interesting observation. I think you're probably right. I think you run out of it more quickly. Whereas with a roll on deodorant it does tend to last quite a long time or you're perhaps you're a bit more mean with how yeah, it's like mowing along you have stripes that you do and you know you've got coverage yeah. so you decided you went with the, the spray on for the, the purposes spray. of testing okay. yeah for the purposes of testing um, now we've got uh, at the bottom of the market we've got literally the cheapest deodorant that I could find okay this is called Dusk um, it's from Lidl and it's part of their CN range. It costs 89 cents, okay, which is very affordable. For the purposes of comparison, I chose 150 mil for each product. So we're comparing like with like. The middling one is Nivea Dry Impact 150 mil. That's €3.25 in Dunn's and Tesco. So considerably more expensive. And then a little bit more of a hike is Lynx Africa, for nostalgia's sake, is 150 mil again. And that's €3.99, so almost €4 Euro in Tesco. The price hike is amazing. So you could buy four of the Lidl CN Dusks and a bit more for the price of one Lynx Africa in Tesco. Yeah, it's it's an extraordinary uh, difference. It's I think it's the the most pronounced price differential that we've had on the shopping trolley hotline so far, and it begs the question: Well, what what is the difference? Now there is an immediate difference when you look at the cans, right? The first thing that really um, came out at me, I have to say, Anton, is that the cheapest one, the little one, it offers or it claims to offer twenty four hour protection. The Lynx one, which is the most expensive, claims to offer 48 hours of protection. You can see where this is going. But the middling one, the Nivea, is offering 70, an incredible 72 hours of protection. Why do you want 72? That's a long, long bank holiday weekend of protection. (laughs) Does anybody feel, I'm going to put this on, it's Monday... I'm good till Thursday, no need to shower. Yeah. Well, do you know what? When I first started researching this, I had a, exactly the same reaction as you. That I, I, I presumed that someone who's putting 72-hour uh, protection on believes that they're not going to be showering for the next, you know, they might be going camping or to a festival or or whatever it is. But actually, a lot of the experts say just because you've put on a 72-hour deodorant doesn't mean that you're not going to be showering during that time. And a really good antiperspirant won't come off in the shower because what it's doing is it's plugging your sweat glands. So the ideal time to put on a deodorant and you'll when you look at the archives um, 
of old advertisements for deodorant, they'll they'll often say at the bottom of the ad, apply at night time. Uh, they don't say that nowadays, but you should really put on deodorant just before you go to bed. Not, which we traditionally do, is when we get up in the morning after a shower. And the reason for that is because when you go to bed, your body temperature lowers and it gives you time for your sweat glands to close in and for the antiperspirant to actually do its work. And then when you wake up in the morning, you can have your shower, but the antiperspirant has already performed its duties. Crazy talk, Simon. So you're saying have your shower and don't reapply? Just go about your day? Yeah, so I'm saying when you get into bed at night time, you put on your antiperspirant deodorant and then when you get up in the morning, you can shower, behave as you normally do, but the work of the deodorant has been achieved. Even if it's not smelling perfect, that's why a lot of antiperspirants on the market, particularly natural ones that are available now, they're they're odourless. They don't have a scent. There's no reason for a deodorant to have any scent at all. In fact, the ones that do are generally the cheaper ones that have a really, really sweet, sickly smell to them. And that's covering up the fact that maybe they're not actually doing the job that they're supposed to be doing. So of the three then, how did you review them? Okay, well, um, we're going to do this together, actually, um, because much like uh, when you're passing time in the duty-free in an airport, I've sprayed them onto a white piece of paper here. So we're going to do a blind smell test. Um, So this is the first one. I'll hand it over to you. I'm not going to tell you if it's the most expensive or the cheapest. Mm. Um, So that is number one. It has a a gym changing room um, fruitiness to it. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, it's it's quite something. Okay, right. Okay, that's, so that's number one. Okay, number one. And number two is here. Is there some way, is, is there like a palate cleanser between these? Should I, mean, <laughs> no? I should offer you a basket of oh. bread or something. This feels more expensive. Okay. I'm not saying it's better, but it smells more expensive. Keep in mind I have no taste. Okay, right. Okay. okay that's, so that's my, that's my current right. favourite so far. Okay, number two is your favourite so far. And this is number three. Number one just felt very, whoa, that's, that's quite something. Oh, no. That smells more expensive, but it it has that 1970s lounge lizard feel to it. So I'm betting that's the most expensive, but no. Well, no, do you no. know what? You're kind of right and wrong at the same time. Because okay. it is the most ostentatious smell. It's very sickly sweet. But this is actually the cheapest one. Oh. Yeah, this is the Lidl 89 cent. And when I was testing this during the week, what I found really interesting is that, first of all, it has a real 90s vibe off it in the sense that the nozzle is very traditional. It has a lid. Most of the most expensive deodorants nowadays don't have a lid. They, oh, have, they have a, a twisty, clicky a, thing. A swivel, kind of twisty, clicky thing. Um, but when I sprayed this on, um, it's really, it really has a very wet feeling to it. Uh, because it doesn't have that very quick-drying agent in it. So the number one, which is the 72-hour Nivea German-made deodorant, when I sprayed that on, to say it was like like someone taking a power hose to me, it was so urgent the way it came out of the can. But in saying that, at the same time, it dried almost instantly. It was extraordinary. That's what you want. An urgent stream, immediate drying. <laughs> it was Perfect. A, I, yeah, but it was alarming at the same time. So can I just check, um, did I then decide that the nicest of the urgents is Lynx Africa? Uh, you did. 
Yeah, Lynx classy, Africa. Mate. Classy guy. <laughs> <laughs> Lynx Africa, which of course, um, uh, for a lot of us, and I'm sure for a lot of your listeners, will bring back memories of going to teenage discos in the mid-1990s, or certainly it does for me. Uh, it was the first deodorant I ever bought uh, in the mid-90s. It was the thing to have was Lynx Africa. Teamed with jazz aftershave. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! That, that was that, <laughs> that was, was a quite heady the mix. odor. <laughs> so, have you have you any uh, quantitative research to back up your qualitative? Have you asked anybody else their view on any of this? Yeah, uh, I have. I mean, there's a lot of views out there that we shouldn't be using um, these canned deodorants at all. And I think there's a lot to be said for that because the more research I did on these spray cans, these aerosol cans, the more worried I got about the environmental impact that they're having. I really mean that because it says on the back of those three cans that we're examining today that they're recyclable. They are if you go to the ends of the earth, right? It's really tricky. And I went on to mywaste.ie, which is the national guidance service for recycling in this country. And aerosol cans you cannot put in your green bin domestically. Um, you can bring them to some local amenity bring centres if they cater for aerosol cans. And the reason for this is because aerosol cans are flammable. Um, if there's still some liquid left in them, if a flame gets to them, they can be dangerous. So you have to be careful how you recycle them. And the guidance seems to be, if you can't do any of those things, chuck them in your general waste bin and they're going to landfill. Thing is, though, there are a lot of products where you could say, I can immediately think of an environmentally friendly alternative. I would have thought with deodorant, you're kind of stuck. It's either a little plastic bottle or a little metal bottle, and that's all there is. No, not not at all. There are some really nice Irish alternatives. And I've met uh, a number of people over the last year or two who have... Uh, they're eschewing the the traditional deodorant options. Um, I met a man recently who said that he and his wife are no longer using spray or roll-on deodorant. Instead, they're using crystal salt. And this is now widely available around the country. I know the look on your face. Well, it's, just, it's like, you know those people who went to, I can't remember, they wicker or bamboo nappies. And it's just it, laudable and fair play to you. But oh my God, it just the looks work, like a lot of effort. The work. I know. Um, crystal deodorant, it's made of a natural kind of mineral salt called potassium aluminium sulfate, uh, which just rolls off the tongue. Pass me the potassium aluminium sulfate there uh, once I get out of the shower. But it can have or it's been shown to have antimicrobial properties so what it does is that it purifies your sweat to prevent odour so you're not actually this goes back to what I was saying a few minutes ago Anton you're not actually adding any fragrance to your body instead this is a neutralising agent so if there is any body odour there that that you don't want then this will help to neutralise that Um, other people are choosing especially in a cost of living crisis when we can see that these branded products are very expensive for a small 150ml can. Other people are choosing to use rubbing alcohol, baking soda, lemon juice and even, get this, if you want to smell like a lovely garden salad, apple cider vinegar. Baking soda's gone a clump. That's going to clump, especially once you start sweating. Uh, so out of the three, I have to say, given the, the, the smell versus price... Uh, overlap the Lidl at 89 cent 
It was it was, it was my least favourite, but I'm not sure it was my least favourite by a factor of four. It's hard to argue with that. I know, it really is. And to be honest, this morning when I put it on for my test, like it was a bit uncomfortable at first. It felt wet and I felt like it was kind of dribbling down the side of my body. So that's where we but leave it. That's <laughs> News Talks on Simon Dooney. Oh there. my God, over it. <laughs> with this week's shopping trolley hotline. Thank you very much, Simon. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.